Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Combo Number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and remember everyone, watch out for people who are trying to nickel, bolus, and die you. Wow. Wow. Squeamy Geek getting you caught up on the meta traffic with the weather light report. I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. Well, he's already driving to Magic Fest OKC and leaving us to do all the heavy lifting like normal. As usual. That's what we'd expect. Here we are, in the basement. Thank you for tuning in to your number 12 source of Magic the Gathering News. We are excited to be nominated for an Emmy Cruel, one could hope. Yep, 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 2020, 2020. We're going to start off at the top of the cast with the latest incarnate and ensued with games on Sunday with 45 in the dash. Uh, So I want to talk about the most ridiculous loss I have probably ever had. This was a three-pod. Good old Dan, good old Big oh, Tuck, this was awesome. and myself. <laughs> this was incredible. I Big Tuck, what deck were you playing? Uh, I was playing my now ready-to-go Chew Lane. Uh, I was playing a Tracks of Super Friends. Dan's decision, not mine. Because he's just, an idiot. Yeah. Well, he said pick four colors. I have two four-color decks. CEDH oh. and, and Atraxa, Atraxa, which yeah, is yeah. like teetering on a nine on right, the 10 yeah, power yeah, yeah. scale. Uh, and then Dan, of course, was doing his coin flip deck. Innocent enough. Uh, <laughs> I just basically went ham. Yeah. I got an Elspeth emblem pretty quick, the plus two and flying cr- for my creatures. Uh, I had a Dovin Bane emblem. Opponents can only untap two total yep. permanents during their untap fest. So I assess coin flip, Chulane. I decided to kill Chulane fu- first because I figure, even though it was new and it was kind of sluggish, yeah. I figured with you probably had some ETB stuff in sure. there that can maybe deal with my stuff. Well, and I, I, have, I have to admit, I that was the most fair I've ever seen that Traxa deck. You literally just won through combat. It was yeah. crazy. Like yeah, that was I swung it. Like, with all the and like, tokens uh, that and like Elspeth one made. stacks effect, which we anyone could have stopped. Right. So yep. I, I was like on board with losing to it this time. So I went ahead and killed Chulane. Dan's turn. He starts flipping coins and drawing cards. And he hits, luckily he has a crack thumb out, so I think he hit like six or seven. Yeah, so he had Ocon and Zender split yep. out. Zender Split's drawing him all these cards. He only has four untapped lands, or mana sources, mm-hmm. I guess I should say, uh, because of the fact that I have the stacks effect going on. He wins a bunch of flips. Draws a bunch of cards. Moved to, you makes, know, makes, his, makes his boy 192 Damn, the flips are still <laughs> suspicious. I uh, see a lot of heads. And then, uh, you know what he does? He's like, I'm going to go to combat. Does all his flips. Because 192, 192, draws a bunch of cards. I'm going to leave combat. Second main phase. I'm going to fling my uh, Ocon and kill you. And I was like, what? And, I and had, you were tapped out, right? Yeah. You had like one card in hand or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. I it was came out of nowhere. So and now did, I know he did nothing. He it did was effectively nothing. a one on one between you and me yep. the entire game. And then he was just sitting there and just swung it out. So at I'm the curious end. if I would have killed him instead. Do you think you would have been able to deal with? Probably me? not. I mean, okay. with the deck now, maybe I have a better chance to. Yeah. But then no. But I Fair. mean, how would you? How are you to know that? Right? Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, Squee, any games you want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. So I got to play my first game of Monarch, I believe. No, it's no, no. Called. I want to talk about this one too. You so we talk? finally, right. I have usurper. Been, I've been trying to do this for forever. I have custom cards printed out. I had Rafi print them out on nice Kinko's paper back when he had that job a million years ago. And we finally did it. So we got to play my favorite sub format called Usurper. It was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, and like that's the thing. It's like I tried it with my friends out in Fort Collins. They're like, "Ooh, we'll get it." And people at uh, Optiver, including you, Tice and Zhao. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, 
both like no one's ever liked it. And we finally we we're like, let's do it. We have six players. I don't know. So Usurper, pretty much you get a role and the way you win is based on the role that you get at the beginning of the game. And there's only one person who is shown what the role is. We're not getting into the specifics yep. of that. But it seemed to me like everyone had a really good time playing it, including Mr. I think Combo. so, yeah. I, I think everybody had a good time. I thought would have hated it, but no. it seemed like you're having fun. I had a good time with it. It was the only thing that frustrated me, and there's no way that we could have done this any different, is just I didn't understand how what roles how they worked like so, beforehand because I, I ended up what i ended up doing is so i was a knight yes and i mm-hmm. knew big tuck was the king yep. so i needed to make sure he didn't die right. but i didn't want to just blatantly Be, yeah obviously. and so i was playing god what was i playing uh, oh pure and toothy pure and toothy. yeah that's correct. um and so i was like okay i know i got to kill the other three guys because one of them's gonna be a rogue and a couple are gonna be villains and i think i but i didn't understand that oh if a villain dies but yeah so i think next time so this time we kind of did it blind i think yep. next time what we'll do is just be like these are the roles we're playing with today yes. just so that you have a gen- just so and we'll still do them random right so you yeah. still don't know who's who right but you, but you know what's out know, there you at least available. know that like if someone's trying to bait you to attack them because they, like, they want to die. Like big yeah. squee. Yeah, because that's literally what happened. A squee was to my right, and I swung it. I hit him for a crap ton of damage. Oh, man. But I played he, it so well. Yeah, you but, played then, it but then he tapped out, and then I was like, I'm going to kill you. And he was just like, He's huh. like, well, do what you got to do. All yeah. right. And that should have been a key to me, but <laughs> I didn't know that those those. No, no, no. I, I gave existed. you a little more tears than that. I it was pretty. You. It was a very good. It was a I gave you like, performance. Man, that fucking sucks. Why do you have to kill me? It was me? a gold, gold star performance for yeah. Squee. And then I kill him, and he's like, okay, I win the game. Yeah, because he was like, he was the Harlequin. He was a rogue, and the Harlequin, like in Werewolf, he would be the Tanner. They only win if they lose the game. That's all. But you have to win. lose first. Oh, you can't let anyone else die oh, before you. Oh. Yeah. So that was. I had yeah. to play it really, really yeah, hard like, for the it, gate. In, in hindsight, yeah. it makes sense because you were like kind of swinging out. At yeah. Everyone, so every like, turn I would swing out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like no sitting tight to be seen. And I would leave maybe one or two small blockers, so it'd be like kind of plausible. Like I have a chumper, yeah. but right. come at me, bro. It yeah. was it was a master performance. Uh, so. But I I'm felt glad, great about it. I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. We'll Mr. Hopefully we'll do that again tomorrow. Yes. Honestly, I would love to have that be the opening. No, I'd like that to be the last game of the night. Sure. So, or like when people are getting ready to leave. Because yep. it really the only problem is you need to have five or more people to play it. Yeah. So four doesn't really work. Sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I think personally. Well, Mr. Magoo is going to be there tomorrow. Oh, yes, that's he right. Is. So um, he will love this. So and I, think, I think for those who are those who are out there who are kind of interested in these like sub games. Five player games can kind of take a long time unless even if you're doing plane chase or something like that, because you, no one's like really the threat assessments all over the place. And this one is just more the you, amount of board wipes. Also. Yes, correct. And this, yeah. one, this one gives you like a specific goal to get to yep. besides just like killing. Somebody. Yeah, that game did not take long. No, at no, all. no it took was, an hour. maybe. No, not that, even. No. I'd say 30 minutes. Really? Yeah. And okay. I wish you could have seen Mr. Combo's face oh, when he, he had the he joy of killing upset. me. And then he immediately had yeah. the disdain of losing. Yeah. It was it was really fun. So I'm really glad everyone got I'm really glad everyone enjoyed that. And to do a little shout out to this guy that I use a lot on Instagram to kind of make proxies for me. Because uh, like every year, like for Christmas, I get yep. all the guys that come to the, the playgroup consistently a proxy of their favorite commander. And he, you know, I'll send him artwork and he just does it on the card. It's nice. But he actually did a usurper variation. I don't know if he created it sure. or if he found it because someone else did. So I'm sorry if I'm not getting the right person, the right <laughs> credit. But I did see him advertise him. It was like six months to a year ago. He has usurper 
DC Comics Edition right. and Marvel Comics Edition. Oh, that's where, cool. Where, like, one is, like, the Joker, and the Joker right. has to kill Batman. And that's oh, how he wins the game. That's cool. And some oh, that's rules awesome. are revealed, yeah, yeah. some rules are hidden, and then there's, like, you know, Thanos, uh, uh, you know, uh, he starts with a hundred life. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous stuff like that. So, if you're a nerd into the pop culture like I am, right. and I think a lot of us are, because we're getting comic book movies shoved yeah. down our throats, uh, go check that out. Yeah, cool. So, Cool. Well, that's going to wrap up 40 Life in a Dash. Now we're going to head on and learn about what's going on in our local multiverse with What's the Plane Chase? So we we wanted to talk about Secret Layers because that is relevant new yep. Magic the Gathering news. Yep. But we wanted to do it differently because they were doing this new special product differently as well. We wanted to talk about it after all the sales have been done. Ah, yes. Because they were also going to do a new ordering process for this, mm -hmm. and I wanted to kind of have the three of us evaluate the entirety of it. Mm -hmm. So, if you're not familiar with Secret Layers, this comprises of seven sets of reprints with new art. Yeah. Uh, plus, you also get a random stained glass planeswalker from War of the Spark as well. This is 100% a collector or MTG enthusiast yep. buy. So it's like, it's not, if you choose not to buy it, you're not going to be yeah, set not, back in your playground. And they're right. only reprints. And they're only, only reprints. reprints. So there's no feel bads. You know, yep. you, you can you can be upset, oh, Wizards is trying to make more money. Well, you don't have to buy it. And on top of that, you you can either buy them as a lot and save a little money, or if there's specific ones that you want. We're going to get to that. You can, if there's <laughs> specific ones that you want, you can just pick and choose as well. So. One thing that I want to talk about first is how you actually order these products, because this is different. So usually with these kind of edition products, it's either A, limited numbers go to your LGSs, yep. like the Gideon Spellbook, Jason's mm -hmm. Spellbook, or they did that terrible eBay fiasco yeah, that was a with, with all the Mythic editions. Still don't understand um, how that failed. Yeah. Because uh, eBay, how does Real, eBay right. fail? Uh, then with like the... Uh, Throne of Eldraine special edition. I forget what they called that. That stupid one? Yeah, the stupid one. Uh, the Throne of Eldraine stupid one. Uh, that was another one that LGSs got, but it was like they got one yeah, or right. two. Yeah, and yeah. they were sold, selling for absurd amounts because Watsy doesn't do MSRP, which is nonsense. This time around, it was a print on demand, which I really liked. Yes. And each item was going to be available to buy for 24 hours. And I'm... So I got some, I'm going to use my saying here because I want to say it before I get, I got more hits on this than at a blackjack table. So I'm very <laughs> excited to talk about it. Um, so here, here's kind of how that worked. So by the time this airs, it would have been the previous Monday for 24 hours. You could buy all seven sets yep. at a slight discount. It was like 10% off, I think. Um, and you get all seven. It was 200, right? 200 bucks. You get mm -hmm. all seven of these things. It was cool. So I ended up doing that for myself. And I know like the guys over at Commander Smith, they talked about it. I think they're just going to go for Kaleidoscope Killers, which we'll get to. A, a lot of the people that I listened to wanted to pick and choose. Yeah, I was just I like, got one. I'm easy. Yeah. I'm getting one set and I'm done. Um, you went to the went to their website and you got put into a queue. And it literally said you have three minutes, ten minutes, whatever. And there's a nice little countdown. Oh, thing. really? That's yeah. cool. When I went in and bought mine, there, I was just... I just it went just in. went through. Yeah. Well, I did it like right when it went on oh, sale. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, but okay. the site didn't crash. Yep. I good. added it to my cart. I paid for it. And yeah. And I was done. I got an and email I think, confirmation I, really I think quick. I, I think I did hear that there was some, a few people. few people. But got, when you compare that to what we had heard about right, in the past, like absolutely not. And yeah. my big take on this is I realized, in my opinion, so cash grab, whatever you want to talk about. You don't have yep. to buy this thing, right? So I, that's not really it. What I really think this was is that this was a stress test that Wizards put on. This, the sole, I mean, granted, they're making money off it, right? But yep. I think this was like, 
super low barrier to entry. People weren't going to be... I mean, people probably were scrambling for it, but it wasn't like a mythic edition or something sure. like that insane. But they're like, okay, we have this smaller product. We're going to try it one in a lot and then mm-hmm. one individually and see how our servers, how the yep. process, payments process and all of that. So now... And they, with it being a print-on-demand, how much demand are we actually getting? Right, and now right. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is setting the table for them being able to do this with all... Instead of having to go through an eBay store or Hasbro.com or any of that stuff, yep. now they have the data. Now they've, they've gone through this like very low-impact, you know way to test that they can do this and then now pr- take that data to prepare it for these things like the mythic editions where people are just hammering it and yep. wanting to get it through no that's Absolutely. a great point so I that's think my that's my yeah. biggest that was my biggest takeaway from the whole thing like the, the art and all that stuff is whatever um which we'll get into but like i think this was just a very this was a very calculated move by wizards to see can we build a processing way to do this that we don't have to pay fees and how many of these can we actually sell yeah it's a barometer for them yeah i think yeah, that's, that's that's a great Great point. Yeah. So on the Monday, you got the whole set. It was good for 24 hours. It was like 9 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time Mm -hmm. or something like that. So then once 9 a.m. Tuesday, and and basically you bought it in that period or you missed out. And you got them already, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I actually do have them here. And I'll get to that on my hot takes. Um, Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get heated (laughs) on it. Um, So the nice thing about that, it's it's not a, oh, well, the servers were crashing and I sat there trying for an hour or two. You had the whole day. You got 24 hours to get in there and place your order. So then on Tuesday, they, as Big Tuck just alluded to, then they just started selling the individual sets, uh, which were called Bitter Blossom Dream, Uldrain Wonderland, Restless in Peace, Seeing Visions, Explosion Sounds, Kaleidoscope Killers, and OMG Kitties. Uh, and so each of those would be, <laughs> oh be available for 24 hours by itself over the next week. And so if you didn't want to buy the whole set, you could just yep. buy your nice little individual one, which is nice because sometimes if you think about the Mythic Editions, it's like, well, I just want the Jason Line Sculptor and the right. Ugin, but I don't want this other crap. Right, right, right. So can I just pay a hundred bucks instead of two or three hundred dollars? Yeah. And that's so for for me personally, like, um, wait, we're going to go through each one. Yep, of these yep, we're okay, going to go through each one. So first thing I want to get your thoughts on, and I think you guys have already kind of said it, but do you guys like how they went with this approach opposed to the past? Yeah, way more. So yeah. I like... Mythic editions is so expensive. Like, and and granted, if you're but if you compare this cost to a mythic edition, it's pretty similar. I mean, for the sure, number of cards, but you're getting, yeah. it's the issue that the mythic edition sold out like that, right? And right. then if you wanted to buy one, then you have you're to gonna pay five hundred dollars. So I like so I like that. Um, I I like the fact that you can do it a la carte, right? Because mm-hmm. like for example. I don't want those fucking cats. I don't care. <laughs> and I'm a, cat, I'm a cat guy. Yeah. Right. But we've talked over and over and over again about how the cat deck sucks. And these cards have no utility besides nope. just in that one deck. But and then cards like Eldrain Wonderland, which we'll get to. Yeah. Terrible value. Right. For what you yeah, actually totally. get. But but the fact that you can get um, you can get some sales on here and mm-hmm. this is going to be good for the market of these cards as well. Sure. So I like the fact that they give you the option. Right. Because if they were like. Well, we'll take $50 off the Mythic Edition or $80 off the Mythic Edition, and you only get the Planeswalker, you just don't get the booster box. Okay. Why not, right? Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. Way more, way more than the other one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think I think that this is the way to do it. If yeah. you're going to do these high, if you're going to do these limited, limited, collect, literally just collectors. core collectors, this is the way to do it. I think this was a really good faith move on mm-hmm. Wizards. Yes. Because yeah. they, they gave you the option to pick the cards you wanted. They gave you a pretty clean and simple ordering system. And for the most part, didn't really have any errors with the ordering system, which is super right. cool. Um, so I think that they were trying to <clears throat> regain a lot of credibility that they may have lost on those last couple of Mythic editions and issues that popped yeah. up. So, And I think some people, the pro- I think there's probably some outrage out there over the fact that this didn't go to any LGS. 
I think the only thing that's interesting here is that this is very good for the consumer, but may not be good for the LGS. And as we've mm-hmm. talked about multiple times on these on these new segments, it just seems like the Wizards has a real, real strange give and take. Yeah, with like you said, no MSRP and that yeah. kind of yeah, thing. So really, like, I, and the funny thing is, is the MSRP spot. thing, they yeah. hate that they just have to like constantly go yeah, off they, of market. I mean, you yeah. just, like, you get a box of cards and you're kind of like, well, what the hell one, do I yeah. sell these for? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, like maybe I'll sell them for fiasco, right. you know, t- talking with the owner of Level 1 Gaming, he really was like, uh, I mean, it, you know, it's like, I'm kind of pricing these things to the market. I'm not trying to gouge people. It's just like, that's what it's selling yeah, for. Right. Like, you know, it's it's not not my fault. I'm just trying so, to... Yeah, I mean, it's, but, it's so like forcing them to do like an eBay approach. There, that's, that's, like that's, no, these are decisions and relationships that are so far beyond the consumer. But that there's no like, way yeah. that they could do this with, with the LGS. LGS. That is true. The yeah. only way that they could do it is if the LGSs took pre-orders... So sent into wizards, right? They did the and then print they on the, the demand, print it, and, and then, then shipped yeah, in. Yeah. So. But I, it's just a lot of stuff to jump right. through. Um, but that's you know. that's my. I think it's great. I think it, yeah. I think this was a really cool thought experiment. Yeah. I think now the products themselves, I'm not so excited about. Let's, let's, let's get into, dive it. into that. <laughs> so well, let's talk about what the cards are in here. So the first one we got is Bitter Blossom Dreams. So Bitter Blossom Dream, you got a non-foil Bitter Blossom. Oh, it's non-foil. Non-foil. What? Yeah. We're gonna get into that oh. too. So non-foil plus four tokens that add up to have a panoramic picture. Uh, It's a great value. $29.99 if you just got that. Bitter Blossom alone goes for $50. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm looking at the the cheapest used price is like $38. So this is a good value if you want to get a Bitter Blossom for the cheapest that you probably will for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I wish I would have gotten this one. Um, The fairy tokens or whatever, the panorama also for me doesn't do a lot, but um, I like that they put the thought into it. I'm not in love with the artwork, but 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 it's cool. Bitter Blossom is a hard card because they're probably not going to print it in Standard ever again. No. It's too good for that. And yeah. now we're relegated to like Master Set. They'll never print it in a Commander thing. So the fact that this they did give an option of being like, yep. I think this would, I think this is a good example of like, here's a way to get a very rare card that's mm-hmm. useful in multiple formats at a what, fair price, almost half off, right? Yeah. yeah. So see, I wish these other now there are some winners here, and then there's some definite losers. losers. But I wish. Th- Bitter Blossom would be the standard of doing these collector right. sets. Oh, you know what? Let's print a. Uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Doubling season. Yeah. Parallel lives. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Procession. Get those three, and it's fifty bucks. Right. Because uh, you know, I'd to buy, buy them all, that's like eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'd we're we're giving a little bit of a discount. It's not like we're giving this stuff but away for and, free. That's this isn't Bitter Blossom isn't going to crash the market on Bitter Blossom. And on top of that, you're giving this is good for wizards because they're and this is a, another weird point which we don't need to get into. They're cutting out the secondary market. And now like if you want a bitter blossom, you can just pay wizards for it. Right. Sure. Right. And not to worry about haggling for I wonder trading. maybe they're trying to get into the secondary market a little bit. Mm, well, maybe I don't there's know. no way for them to do that. There's too many cards. Yeah. Uh, but I, think, I mean, if you, if you look at every card that's fifty yeah, bucks or oh, more, no, I mean a little bit, not think, not across think, the board. I think bitter, I think bitter blossom dreams is one of the best ones out of here. Value, value, yeah, and yeah, sure. and the actual cards themselves, sure, right or okay. card. So I, so bitter blossom dreams because each one I think we should talk about who this set is targeted for because yeah. I do think there are different dynamics. Sure. So do you think bitter blossom dream is the one that's targeted to everyone? Yes. Outside of standard, obviously. More, yeah. More, none of this stuff is targeted because you can standard. play. I think you play bitter blossom in modern. Um, it's legacy vintage. I don't know. I can't speak to that, okay. but I know you play it all left, right, and center in commander. Really? Oh I yeah. Never find a home for it. Oh, it's. Great. I got that foil one. It's that great. I still can't it's great find. a lot, but you also don't like. There's not a deck. The only one would be like Greven, maybe, because you can get free mm. sacrifices. I mean, well, that, that could be good in my new Silencia Dark Angel deck. Yeah, no, I agree, right? So, yeah. but like, 
gender anything that cares about tokens anything that cares about having things to sacrifice that's fair um, yeah so yeah, I, I had thought about putting them in kokoshu just to have some extra creatures and out it's there. and they're flyers so they block water, stuff right. or, so, and it's a know, two drop, so right. and it's, yeah, it's big, cheap i think it's a really it's a really good card and that's why it's so expensive all right so next one we're gonna dive into guys is eldraine wonderland you got one foil of each basic snowland with new art and i for, the, $30. for $30. For $30. So Woo. this was a failure, yeah, in this my is opinion. Dumb. But here's why it's a failure. Because I do think the foil Snowlands go for five bucks a piece. Yeah, that's or not whatever. even a yeah, play yeah. set. That's exactly <laughs> this should have been a play set. What were you thinking? That doesn't make any sense. You're paying, you're paying how much is a normal I would like to know how much a normal foil Snowland is from Modern Masters, for example. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, just looking at them, I think they could have done a lot cooler stuff with the art, personally. If you're going to make a special edition foil land card, those look pretty stock. Yeah, that uh, looks like what I'm going to pull out of any normal pack that I'd get in normal yeah. and island kinda, foil. Yeah, they kind of look a, like the foiling on them's not great either. Yeah, that's so... It looks like it's dirty, even though these are like pack fresh. So right. I, I don't know. Yeah. This wasn't a, that, that's the, this is one of the ones I'm saying is like... Yeah, for $30 to get these to get and five or lands. a Bitter Blossom, take so, a Bitter Blossom so any So a day. Modern Horizons snow-covered forest goes for $8. So five of those is 40. 40. So it's okay. So once again, it's the money value, but I don't want one of these. Right. What are you going to put that yeah. in? I mean, <laughs> this is even a stretch for me to put into a five color deck. Yeah, and I right. barely run basics. Right, right, right. right. Or if, so. and even then you're still running two. So you'd have to pay, if you want matching sets, you have to yeah. pay $60. This is this yeah. Is a I don't failure. love it. I don't like I don't this love it at all. Yeah. So from a demographic of who that was targeted for, people I think, have a lot of money, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this is because, like we said, the only way to do this because they did put. And we didn't say this. You could buy up to ten of each one. Oh, and, wow. Without any issue. So I think this is literally targeted the people that are like, I'm going to drop three hundred dollars. Yeah. And, get a play, and, like, get a, a foil out my snowlands. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. I. It's I don't a, know. It's a whiff. I think it's a whiff for sure. Yeah. All right. So next one we're going to go to is Restless in Peace. Yes. This you got a. Bloodgast, Life of the Loam, and a Golgari Thug non-foil for twenty nine ninety nine. How did they skip out I, on I rest in the, peace for this the, one? I forgot yeah. the foil. I forgot it was foil. Um, I didn't know it was non-foil, but that's fine. I think this is another slam dunk. Really? Yeah, because Bloodgast and Life from the Loam specifically are good in like a million decks, and they're okay. both kind of pricey. So you're kind of pushing. So do you think Golgari Thug was just kind of tossed in? Yeah, I think, well, because Golgari Thug is, uh, I don't remember, um, there was there was the tr Golgari Troll, which was like the premier dredge card in Modern, because mm. it was dredge six, um, and also was good on the battlefield. I think that got banned, so okay. then Golgari Thug was kind of like the backup to that, because it's dredge four for two, Okay, um, and has a relevant ability for using it as a creature. So I think this is, I think these are all great cards to play, especially for a commander like Bloodgast and Life from the Loam are awesome. Yeah. Like I was excited just to pick those up. Granted, you're paying a little bit more because I'm guessing the three of these together is less than $30. Yeah. So yeah. you're paying and, a little more And these don't look all that fancy to me. But I like the art on them. Yeah, yeah. So I like, yeah. and I like the art on them. Like I think these, so I'd, I'm happy paying a couple more for these cards that I want, right? And especially now they're going to be, when I play these, if someone's, not familiar or is new, they're gonna be like, whoa, that art doesn't look, is that a custom card? I'm like, no, 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 this is just something I got from, this is something I picked mm -hmm. from wiz from Wizards. Oh, so, that's fair. And I think I, Life from the Loam's played, Life from the Loam and Blood Gas are played from a, lot of, a lot of different stuff, right? So I think that goes right into who this was targeted for. I think it's a very broad it, Yeah, this audience. is probably, yeah, this yeah. one of all of them is probably the broadest because this cards, these cards are played, they're, they're cards in high demand, there are cards people want in multiple formats. Yeah, this is less collector, more mm -hmm. player, more I'm throwing this in my deck as and, soon as it comes in. Yeah, right. I agree. And and uh, on top of that, they just look, they look cool. Like I like the art. Um, 
and just the fact that you have something a little different than you know Tom, Dick, or Harry in these colors. Tom, I think Dick or Harry. Sweet. So, <laughs> yeah, right. So I think this. I think this, and this is like second to Bitter Blossom in terms okay. of how excited yeah. I was to see it. So, and one thing that I kind of forgot to say, so Bitter Blossom, you were you already said you would have bought that one. You wish you would have bought yes, that one. Yes, I wish one. I would have bought that one. Yeah, that's uh, a great deal. Eldrin Wonderland, none of no, us. Nope. That's an absolute no. Wrestless in Peace, honestly, for me, I would say no. Right. This for is me only, as well. This is the only one I bought. Okay. So, just because it's I want more situational right, than, I wanted, than Bitter Blossom. I, you're getting three cards because I have so many decks. Getting one Bitter Blossom to me isn't as efficient as getting three of something that I want, right? So, um... I wish I would have bought Bitter Blossom and this, but Fair. this is, but again, Life from the Loam is awesome in a gazillion decks. Blood Gas is awesome in a gazillion decks. Cool. Gorgar Thug is just kind of a nice to have. All right. So the next one's going to be Seeing Visions. You got four foil Serum Visions, all done from different artists. So a lot of these ones, uh, like the, the and Restless these, these are non, the same non-traditional wizard <sighs> artists as well, correct? I don't I think, know that. Because it says here like DXTR... Um, our portrait mapping bike art. So I think these are non-wizards oh, okay. commissioned okay. as well. Uh, I will say the foiling on these is absolutely beautiful, but from a value perspective, 30 bucks is... Was, oh, this the, is the this, artwork on this is killer. The the this is these are gorgeous. This is a modern. This thing, is for right? moderns. Yeah, yeah. like they don't this, have brainstorm. This serum um, visions is absolutely gorgeous. Some it's like a day of the dead kind of thing. And I think serum personally, I think serum visions is kind of weak in EDH. Yeah, um, like because you get preordain and ponder and brainstorm. Yeah, all for the same price. Yeah, I'd agree. The foilings. And yeah, these are these, these, these really look those nice, versus so. the snow covered lands is not even a contest. For, if you're so um for the target audience for that, I think these are like modern players who want something to spice up their decks. Or, so, but I mean, is, is Serum Visions, is that even an expensive card? I think it's a couple bucks. Let me look. Okay, so literally this is yeah. for the, the guy that wants to foil out his yeah. modern deck and make it look mm-hmm. cool. These are great. I love the artwork. I don't necessarily think the cards are all that yeah. special. But yeah. I mean, just, just across Serum the board Visions from what I've seen of any of these, I think this a, artwork is way cooler than foil, any of the other sets. Uh, the most recent, the cheapest foil printing you can get of Serum Visions is $4. Okay. So, and that's for a promo. But again, they don't have this art on them. So, sure. Yeah. So basically... I think we can all agree we wouldn't buy this one. No. Um, 30 bucks is not a good value. But it's, if, it's, you want, it's, if you want to, it's kind of like the uh, Eldrain Wonderland. If you just want to spend yeah. the money to foil right, out right. something, yeah. you can go ahead and do I it. I will say these are cooler foils. Yes, than, and than the foiling knows. process looks better on too, so that's fine. So the next one we're going to talk about, guys, is explosion sounds. These are all goblins that are Bushwhacker, Sharpshooter, King, uh, Lackey. Lackey, and Pile Driver. Uh, $29.99, non-foils. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I think Goblin Lackey's worth... Goblin Lackey's a few bucks. Um, There's it, no way that adds up to $30. I don't, yeah, I don't no, think so. I don't, I don't like, think it's worth $30. The art on him, I'm not... It looks like nah, kind of like 3D it, art, It's, it's a panoramic <laughs> thing, also. Um, I it, actually kind of like the art. I think It's kind of kid cartoony. It's, yeah. It's, I don't know. Go, I mean, Goblin Lackey's 8 bucks, so I guess that's kind of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. So yeah, if, I, you, if you, I think fine is fine is the best. I think this was made for EDH. Yes, if the, you wanted to have your mono red goblin deck, you got yeah. a legendary creature in there with Goblin King. He's not. Le- he's not legend. He's not legend. No. He's just a lord or but, a goblin. Yeah, nope. He's not legend. Oh wow. Yeah, none of those are Lord of Atlantis. None of those are legends. Uh, lord hmm. of the Crypt, the zombie one. So. Well, see, I thought he was a summon legend. He's in a summon the old... lord, but oh, it's okay. been errated to goblin, uh, and then he okay. also says. 
his text has also been errated to other goblins because it used to be he's a lord and all the other goblins. So yeah. now he's a goblin just as other goblins. You probably won't get the value that you're looking for no. and out of it. But if you have a goblin deck that's like your favorite EDH thing, this these are all the good news of this. These are all good in goblin decks, yes. right? So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess I would say if you release that same kind of thing in an elf type of theme, I'd probably get it for my right. roost deck yeah. and do that. But it wouldn't be an upgrade by any means. It would just be different or cooler art right. cards. Yep. All right, so the next one, and this is the one that everyone is super excited for, is Kaleidoscope Killers. These are all foil, done by the same artist. You get a Sliver Overlord, a Reaper King, mm. and an Ur-Dragon. Mm -hmm. uh, 40 bucks, thirty nine ninety nine. <clears throat> Absolutely worth the value. It, I it makes the value uh, of it? Well, I have a foil Reaper King, because it's only been foiled once right. in Shadowmore, and that's like 80 bucks, Holy 90 shit. bucks. okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the I, Overlord I don't think is worth a lot. I think, yeah, and like Ur Dragon, I don't know. It's probably like 10 bucks, but five it, bucks. But like the only thing with, so I would only be interested in the Ur Dragon of this. Um, I and, know, you already tried to take and, it from me. And the Ur Dragon uh, already comes in a foil, so that again isn't like a huge deal. Uh, yeah, it's just fine. Um, this is a commander product. If you can get the commander product through and through, if, you can, if these are cards that you actually want to use, this is worth it. So I know this is also one that the Commander Smiths have talked about. If you Bird are Dragon's in the, ten bucks, by the way. Okay, so I I know from a resale value. You know, if, if your business is you try to trade cards to get mm. other stuff, mm -hmm. this one for the forty dollars, you're going to get more than forty bucks in trade yeah, value yeah. with this. So if you're you know if you want go to jump a through those, fest, if you're willing to jump through those hoops, correct, to do it, right? So correct. yeah, I think I'd say this is another winner. Um, I think it's a winner. I think it's a winner. Yeah. Art's awesome. <laughs> yep. The Reaper the King reprint is great. The fact it's foil is cool, yep. too. So, I yeah. do want to talk about the foil on these, and this is an issue that I've seen across the board since, uh, really, the Commander sets have been coming out. When you put these foil cards in a matte sleeve, you cannot tell that they're foil. Well, that's foiled. just matte sleeves. Yeah, that's matte sleeves. And these, but but the, uh, there's some foil cards that you can tell. It looks like, like they have foil... more before. These almost have a matte finish yeah. on yeah. top of these them one, as these is. These ones don't look like they're curling, though, which is a big win in foils. Yes, usually yes the, that's a huge deal. Usually foils, when they come out of these sets, especially, are oh, super, yeah, I have super. A, I have an Odric Master Tactician that is like a U-shape. Yeah. But why couldn't they do the foiling sim similar to the Serum Vision? Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, see, this in a in a matte sleeve yeah, will show up better. Way different. I this think, one is more of like if they did that on here. Here, that would look sweet. Would look so if you yeah. look at the blue it ones, makes the colors if you look at the Serum Visions, you see that they do more foiling on the artwork and less foiling on the rest of the card. Yeah. You think on these, all, they do foiling do you think on it's the whole card. It's almost serum, like a, a finish. All the it. Serum Visions are all have their blue. Is what's? It's just the blue that's been... Uh, foiled out more? No, no, no. The, no, no. the gold. Oh, yeah, that gold. type of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So they, yeah. These, yeah, these Serum Visions seem to be... I guess distributed better on the foiling. I think yeah. that the like the Sliver Overlord and all those have more of like a overarching. They finish the whole card. I'm not. Yeah. Um, so I I think overall I think we would say this is worth it for yes. the forty bucks. If yeah. you want, I if think you it was targeted cool. for commander players. Yes. If you want those cards, if you run those cards, it'd be worth it. I just don't. I already have an Ur Dragon. I have no interest in the other two, so I'm mm -hmm. not gonna drop forty bucks. Uh, on. So let's talk about almost the most heated one outside of Eldraine Wonderland, or could be more heated than Eldraine Wonderland. OMG Kitties. These come in all foil. <laughs> so it's. Bad. You got a Leonin Warleader, a Regal Caracol, Kasali Slingers, Arabo Roar of the World, Mary Weatherlight Duelist, and then you got two non-foil cat tokens. And I'm glad you finally figured out how to say Arabo correctly. So Arabo, Araboro, and this is thirty nine ninety nine. Absolutely not worth the money no. in any way, shape. Well, or and here's the kicker: except for the Regal Cargasol, which is like a buck. I mean, the Miri's worth like eight or nine. Yeah, but like you also get it 
People who are I love the artwork on this mirror though. This cute ass little yeah, cat eating a knife. If you like the cutesy stuff, if you're like if you're fan of that, I guess I'll put it in my kitty cat deck. Right, but like we were we were like I would run this in my restack because I already run a mirror. This is cool artwork. We were we were we were talking about um we were talking beforehand how it's like this is only printed for the kitty cat deck. Yep. And but the thing is, outside of Regal Cargasol and Leonin Warleader, those are both I think a buck and. The rest of them have already been printed in the Kitty Cat deck. Yeah. And guess what? People who want these cards for their already Kitty Cat the deck kitty cat. already have the yeah, fucking Kitty have. Cat deck, yeah. right? So, like... I'd give it not worth it, but no, cute No, it's AF. cute. It's fine. It's but like not for, worth 40, for 40 bucks. bucks no, no, not at all. So, I almost feel like they wanted to put this as the $40 price tag. They were going through it. Because I guarantee you, Watsy looks at... Oh, I didn't even realize that they're double-sided. So double-sided. Um, I guarantee you, Watsy looks at the secondary market. Because they obviously don't want to mm-hmm. right. reprint something that's $100 mm-hmm. or something like that. Because um, we all saw how Mana Crypt tanked when that happened. But now it's back up to like 200 bucks. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like they made all of this. And they're like, $40 for this? Uh, that's not worth it. Throwing a couple cat tokens. Well, yeah, you can just see it. Do it. There's, just there's not- more cards in this than any other yep. edition. And... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think. I just. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. So I think we say not worth it and pass. Yeah, correct. Hard, pa- hard pass on right. it. A bad, a bad one to end on. I will take it when the value well, goes down. We're not done. We got one last one to talk about. Oh yeah, you're the thing. random planeswalker that you got. It was a stained glass one for more of the spark. You got mm-hmm. one in every single uh, set. Uh, so that's really cool. That's a very interesting value because I don't think you could get the stained glass anywhere else. That was something that they had on Arena. Uh, for alternate card designs. Um, here's the issue that I personally have. There's, what, 32 Planeswalkers in that set? I think 34, so, yeah. something like right. that? When I hear random, and, the, and I have seven, I the probability of me getting a duplicate is very low. Right, like maybe one. I got three duplicates. <laughs> so oh. I, got, I got one Domri Anarchobolus, Two Gideon Blackblades. I love that they put them in these like dream renders. And two Ajani the Great Hearted. The Ajani's are garbage. The the uh, Domri's garbage. Uh, The Gideon are fine. The Gideons are fine. The Ashioks are good. Yeah, Ashioks are solid. Uh, But yeah, how did I? Yeah, how did you get so many? I think I've heard people complaining about this. Right, like. So the, 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 did they run them off the line and like just accidentally put two together the all the time? The only thing I can think of is because I bought the all seven is that maybe they just had a massive thing of the Ashioks and they were just throwing them in the boxes and it just so happened that right. they all got packaged right. Yeah, but next how did that happen other? three times? Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Because like, look, I'm not saying I needed they put the intern on the line that day. Right. I'm not being unreasonable. I'm just saying that it's you would, ridiculous. You would have liked yeah. to have the chance. I would to assume get for seven. Yeah. Maybe, no, no. maybe you get one duplicate. Correct. That's right, fine. Yeah. But that yeah, sucks, All man. of them. <laughs> yeah. So I also want to talk about this little plastic. This looks like it came out of a vending machine. Well, maybe it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that's gonna wrap up. What's the plane chase? Now, in the last segment, Squeed dives into those creative juices with the Weatherlight Report. Welcome back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper Four. I'm Squee McGee. Uh, Big Tuck, I yes, got sir. a question for you. That's me. Do you love Ornithopter? Yes, I do. Would you it's take one, one in your cards. first hand? Yes, absolutely. Every time. This deck is going to be for you. Woo! Woo! It's going to be a good one. All right, so we're talking another partner. We're talking Akiri Lineslinger Ooh. and Ludovic Necro Alchemist. All right. So, for those playing the home game, Akiri Lineslinger is a 0-3 core soldier ally. A couple of different things to get your synergies going sure. there. For a red and a white. 
So he's dirt cheap to get out on the board. Uh, he has a lot of great abilities. This is going to be a bit of a combo between Artifact, Token, and Voltron. Yeah. Uh, Should have saved this one for Josh. He really would have loved this. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, a, I had a big argument with myself about whether I wanted to run a Kiri Line Slinger and Ludovic together or just run Akiri yeah, as the okay. commander. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't see any downside to having yeah, Ludovic yeah, yeah. in there With just the partners, as a partner. It's always good to it's, just yeah. open up, open up the color nice. pie a little bit more. So Akiri is a 0-3 core soldier ally, and it has first strike, vigilance, and then it reads, Akiri line slinger gets plus one, plus zero for each artifact you control, mm-hmm. and then also has partner. So Ludovic Necro Alchemist is a 1-4 human wizard for one colorless, oh, a blue, yeah. and a red. Uh, really, I only put him in there because I wanted to have access to blue. Sure. I thought would be pretty handy as mm. far as artifacts go. Um, so he reads at the beginning of each player's end step, that player may draw a card if a player other than you lost life this turn. And I like this card because it incentivizes people to not attack you. Correct. Exactly. Like, even yeah. drawing a card. This is like a Voltron group hug all yeah, the same yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, no, I love it. You know what would be funny is if you threw this Ludovic in your Nekazar deck... Because everyone's going to get pinged. Then it's like, well, why wouldn't I take the card he's, and just take one? He's, he's already in my Locust God. So, <laughs> and I'm not going to shell out $2 for another copy. Yep. So, <clears throat> All right. Well, how are you going to make this uh, yeah, combo we work? Yeah. So the idea around this is we're going to be making a ton of artifacts. And okay, we're going to beef Great. up Akiri a lot. We're going to use Ludovic to make people attack other people, start draw some cards, damage, too, draw sure. some cards. Uh, along those lines, and the draw card is going to be very helpful for getting those artifacts. So the first card I want to talk about, and I did the math, and every single card that I'm going to talk about today combined is worth less than a dollar. Yep. So first one is my favorite name in all of magic, Goblin Kaboomist. Kaboom! <laughs> That's hilarious. This for one only, is actually sweet. Yeah. yeah, for only 25 cents, he's a 1-2 red goblin warrior for a colorless and a red. It reads, at the beginning of your upkeep, put a colorless artifact token named Landmine onto the battlefield with tap. Sacrifice this artifact. This artifact deals two damage to target attacking creature without flying. Then, flip a coin. If you lose the flip, Goblin Kaboomus deals damage to itself. <laughs> yes. This card's sweet. That's funny. Yeah, so it defends itself. It's a blocker. Coin flip probably doesn't matter in this yeah, one. Yeah, never, you, you're, you're never going to use it. Yeah, but you never know, yeah. right? Really, you're just using him every upkeep. Yeah. You get another artifact and your commander gets that much bigger. Right, yeah. And so, then you can use it if, in case yeah, you find it, a random yeah. flyer you need to deal damage to or do Without something. Without flying. So it'd be oh, like sorry, if, sorry. Yeah, it'd be and, like if someone attacked you with another goblin, I guess, but yes. it's just And you can combo these too, because every turn you're going to get one, two, two, three, four, five of these, so you can right. play your coin flips and try and get that in a pinch, but really, he's just out there as a two-mana drop to get you an artifact every turn. I like I, it. I, I started getting concerned because I was looking at the top commanders that this sits in, and of course, Ocon and Zinder splits in over half of those yep. decks, but then it had all these other top commanders, and I wasn't looking at the percentages on the EDH wreck. I was just purely looking at the commanders. I was like, Rakdos the showstopper, and I've been sitting here going back and forth. <laughs> it's, it's in 3% of Rakdos the showstopper. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. But that's like, a top commander. I was like, this Woo! isn't an imp, a devil, or it's a nothing. <laughs> so, okay. And I would know because I just built that deck. <laughs> All right. Well, what's the next card? So the next one, and I think this may be the best of the bunch for only nine cents. It is an artifact equipment for one. It's Prying Blade. Oh, it reads yeah. equipped creature gets plus one plus zero. Whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, create a colorless treasure artifact token with tap. Sacrifice Ooh, artifact. Nice. Add one man of any color to your mana pool. And it's only two to equip. So one to drop on the board. Two to get onto your commander. Right. Every time you do damage, Why is you're so beefing cheap? your commander It seems up. like a good card. And effectively, I, I agree. Effect, I, I thought the same. Effectively, this bumps your commander by two, 
So yeah. this makes it her, this makes her a two three. Um, I think it's because it still has to do combat damage. Oh, okay. I and guess. It, it'll, but, it, and it doesn't really. I mean, give if any you're sort running evasion, equipment, I assume yeah, that you're going to be doing combat. This damage. is a great, especially because in like the decks that want to run equipment, red, white, mm -hmm. those sort of things, you don't really have a lot of a lot of good sources for ramp. So this does that in a pinch as well, right? It's like th this is like a worse version of uh, Sword of the Animist. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but again, like yeah. redundant effects. It's seven nine. It's nine cents. Yeah. So, I mean. It's a it's it's a sleeper for sure in Voltron decks. Yeah, this especially is this great. one. Yeah, so I, no, great great pull there. Yeah, I can't find anything wrong with that. So the the third card that I wanted to go into is Stram's expertise. Yep, it is twenty five cents. Yep. still so cheap. <laughs> so it, it's a white sorcery for two colorless and two white. It reads: Create three one one colorless servo artifact creature tokens. You may cast a card with converted mana cost two or less from your hand. Is it two or less or three? Three or less. Three or less. Three or less. Okay. Yeah. You may cast a card with converted mana cost three or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. That's amazing. So you right. get three artifacts out of the gate. You also Boosting get to, it, your commander yeah, with three, three power. You get to and it specifies no color on mana. You can play right. anything in your hand without yeah, having to deal with colors and put it out on the board. Yeah. This is amazing to me because you can technically get three artifacts. Probably play something else in your hand for three or less. It gets sure. you another artifact or two at least. I see no e downside. EDH Rec recently did a, an episode where they called gravy cards. Uh -huh. Cards where it had an effect. So, like, for example, they talked about Marari's Wake. How right. you get to d tap a land, get extra mana. But then the gravy the, is, is that your creatures get plus one, plus one. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why do you need that? They also talked about these cards because there's multiple the extra, of these yeah, there's cards. Five. That, yep. Yeah, that the... Gravy is the you may cast the additional card right, converting yeah. it to cost X or less, you know, whatever one less than that current card is. Because the initial ability is already good. good right. Now I will say white ones, I wouldn't pay four to create three servos. Right. But um, no, white I, always gets the shaft. But I, yeah, I agree. But well, if red, I have the, the option one, to cast anything else for three, no, 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 no. That's beautiful. Well, yeah, what I'm saying is that the card, if it didn't have that bottom text, oh, yeah, would be yeah, unplayable. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a or common I guess we would say, name. Oh, that's a standard white card as well. Yeah, yeah right. So, but that additional is and Real like the, nice. the red one's horrible too, but we don't need to get into that. But yeah, so again, like this is effectively a pseudo draw spell as well, which yep. which white needs. So um, yeah. this isn't my favorite deck. This is my favorite card to, to play. I've had a couple of copies floating around, but in this deck, it's amazing. It's a plus yeah, three, I mean, plus three, essentially plus a one drop for three right. one ones. Exactly. If you play your play yeah, your yeah, cards right. So what? So What's take us next? home. What's the last yeah. one? So last one is coming in at fourteen cents. It's Golem Foundry. It's an artifact oh, yeah. that reads, whenever you cast an artifact spell, you may put a charge counter on Golem Foundry. Oh, right. Remove three counters from, or sorry, remove three charge counters from Golem Foundry, put a 3-3 three, three colorless Golem artifact creature token on What more do you want? Seems <laughs> good. I can't, I, yeah, there's nothing else I can ask for. Oh yep. my God, this is so funny. It's in such, because out of the total amount of decks on EDH Rec right now, guys, there's, I guess, because basically the way it works now is that they only have the decks from the last two years, and so... This being an artifact, it can go in any deck. So there's 230,000 available EDH rec decks that this could yep. be in. It's it's present in such a small percentage that it says 0%. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> register. It says, I was so proud of this when I found it, and then I went to EDH nice. rec and looked, and it was like 0% of yeah. decks. It's in 611 <laughs> decks out of 230,000 oh decks. So, oh, no, I love it. no, that's solid. Yeah, it really just seems like this commander. You want to have tons of artifacts, yep. which blue really helps, helps with. with. Yeah, getting that red can also help because red can yep. you know generate artifacts as well. Captain Lantern Storm, sure. things of that nature. The the new guy uh, that came out in the brawl sets. The he enters the battlefield. You get a treasure for every single oh uh, uh, goblin extortionist. Yes, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was so. I was a little sad there wasn't any green I could throw in here because I really wanted Ooh. to make a use of food tokens. <laughs> 
Those those artifact food tokens would have done it. There is a red green uh, partner commander that you could use instead of. Nah, I want the blue though. Yeah, you need that blue for the artifact. It was was just to make food tokens. Red white. So there's also blue green partner commanders as well. So you could turn this into a four color. Yeah, that's true. That could be real good as well. That could be real good. But I like it. No, this seems. Are you? I know that you're. Some of these you're kind of more excited to build than others. Is this on the list? Because I yeah, it's definitely on the list. Because I have a couple cards of these I can I can give you too. So yeah, I I like this. I think. It it suits my playstyle because I kind of like playing you know low cost mana stuff. Sure, get sit it out tight, quick, etc. Put a bunch of stuff on the board. This one actually not would this would be a zero yeah, sitting oh, tight yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, awesome. I'd be I'd be plowing people through and you good know, pull, good pull. Squeak, the reason I asked up. about Ornithopter because that definitely goes. Oh in here. yeah, it's amazing. a zero drop for and, free, and it's a backup. Oh. It's a, you could also just suit it up with all your yeah, uh, absolutely all your equipment and everything and swing in the air with that. I didn't want to talk about Ornithopter in the actual card set, sure, but that is a slam dunk. I do like that. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I had on this. I want to kick it back to the Action 4 News Desk with Mr. Combo and Big Tup. Yeah, thank you for staying with us. And as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower himself by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, and sharing. Without your support, I would probably just be binging Dragon Ball Super. Granted, I don't know how that's any different from what I do today. <laughs> uh, you can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 News team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can uh, also interact with our sponsor, Level 1 Gaming, by going to level1gaming.com or their Twitter or Facebook. Any support you give them directly helps the show, which we really appreciate. Uh, you can communicate directly with your team at CMD Tower at Mr. Comma number five, all spelled out except for the five at Deer Squee. Maybe in the future, Big Tuck can finally migrate from using Owlpost. Just because it worked in Harry Potter doesn't mean it works in real life. Uh, suck at Harry Potter nerds. <laughs> from your MTG Action 4 News team, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>